previously on the campaign trail. Helicos, it is your go. I'm back with the hat. Ram, straight at her. Oh, natural 20. Uh, okay, how do you want to do this? <laughs> I just want to sashay sway straight up to her. Swing my head up and knock. And you see a split open up. Uh, Jamie, seeing this split. Why don't you make like a tree and leave? Piece by piece, the armour collapses, some falling, some stuck in the bark. The shuddering metal figure stops moving and the ground stops vibrating. Thatch is gone. I think you saw most of what happened. Uh, a, A giant version of me defeated... A giant version of the Dark Prime Minister Thatch. I, I don't see how it can be any clearer here. There was a time when we were um, camping, just round a fire, and you said to me that you would never trust anyone to be a politician if they wanted to be a politician. What changed? Well, I guess I got rich. All that power and fame kind of went to my head. What about you, Falk? You've always had a good head on your shoulders. How about you do it? I thought I'd give you uh, something to, uh, well, I I hope it cheers you up a little bit. And uh, behind him, uh, you can see other uh, ghostly shapes appearing. Hundreds of halflings. This is my village. This is my people. Oh, Oh, I'm having a little bit of a cry. Yeah, I thought I'd uh, give you one last uh, prophecy. The past you fear, the heart you crave, it all will end in the gambler's grave. We have to do the usual um, beginning of chapter polling yes. update. So Yay. I know it's been like eight episodes. <laughs> so uh, The current polling stands like this. The Unicorn Party are on 37%. That is down two points. Yay! The Fable Party are on 31%, that is down 1%. True Neutrals are on 9%, that is down 1%. That's all within the margin of error. Um, uh, The Gunge Party are on 10%, that's up 5%. The SDP are on 12%, that is up 3%. And Dungip are still languishing on 1%. Long may it continue. Uh, So that is how the polls stand, hopefully by the end of this uh, little jaunt you can uh, push those up a bit uh, because we are heading into chapter 8 the fable party conference <laughs> uh, so it's been a couple of days ride back to Parliament Hexagon uh, snow has started to fall in places and you've managed to pick up some extra warm clothes on the way um, snow boots hats that kind of thing I imagine uh, although I imagine Pelicos has got something particularly stylish yes but I haven't told you what it is yet. I like <laughs> the way that you've perched a Santa hat on top of the ridiculous fisty hat that you're wearing. <laughs> that just, that really, Style, you the know. Pinnacle of it. The, yes, you know, adds, adds <laughs> a level of fashion. A certain je ne sais quoi. That, yes. I am, I'm, I'm levelling up. Look at it go, I don't know what that is. I am levelling up hats. <laughs> I'm leveling up hats. I'm, I've got three already. So together, my hat. hats are getting. On a hat. My hats still made. Yes. <laughs> but you will still never reach my height of hats. <laughs> no. <gasps> I have a disadvantage for the height of hats unless I can get like some enormous traffic. Pattern. Are you sure that's something well, you want to pursue? Yes. <laughs> Uh, in one of my original contra- concepts for Gretchen, she wore a traffic cone instead of a witch's hat. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I also somewhat imagine Pelicos with a little moustache warmer as well. Uh, I don't know if we've actually established if Pelicos actually has a moustache or not. I, she, I always imagine him with a little sort of... It's more... Uh, uh, oh god, I can't do names tonight. Uh What's his name? Hitler? Swashbuckler. So Rob, yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah, Errol, Errol Flynn. Flynn. He's a, he's a very, yeah. So he's a very thin... Pencil yes, stash, yeah. Pencil thin, but very Have you got one of those things that you put over it when you're drinking soup? <laughs> a bit like, a bit like <laughs> Hercule Poirot. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, that's soup song. Wow. Yeah. This one's mm. strange. Doesn't seem... I don't, I, I don't think Pelicos is into soup. 
Dareth is, but they're always spelling it down themselves. Aww. <laughs> so, uh, the woods around Parliament Hexagon are dappled with white crystalline ice. Uh, the horses are ticking a steady pace as they go. Uh, it's uh, getting towards uh, winter, which means that midwinter is coming, which means that the general election is coming. Uh, how how are you all coping with the uh, with the cold? Not well. Well, I already, I already had my womble coat, so I've just done it a bit higher and added a, an extra woolly hat on top. I have an extra layer in my swashbuckling cloak. <laughs> it is woolly. Um. It is furry. <laughs> Dareth is wearing seven jumpers. Aww. <laughs> um, so you come to a branch in the road and uh, Gretchen stops and waves her little uh, magic wand at the signpost to melt the snow away to make sure you're going on the right track. Uh, but just as you're about to move on, you hear something. Uh, there is another horse and carriage coming down the road Um and the driver looks to be breathing hard, uh, clutching one slightly injured shoulder. Uh, he looks up at you. He has a pointy hat, and he's again bundled up in uh, thick woolly robes. Uh, and uh, he looks up at you, and he goes, uh, "Help! Help! Do we need? Do we need any help? He's after me! He's after Who's me! After you! Uh, can you make a perception Orders? check? Yeah. That's my perception power. Thirteen. Um, seven. Eight. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, uh, Tilda, you spot, uh, behind the wagon, uh, that there are trees being pushed apart and the, the ground is kind of thundering with, uh, heavy footsteps as something is coming closer. Uh, but you are caught off guard, uh, as a giant Goliath strides through the trees, covered in leather armour, but he's also wearing a helmet, and his face is going increasingly bright red. He raises a warhammer and, uh, sees you guys, uh, and the, uh, this little wizard, uh, sort of clustered together, and, uh, the Goliath runs towards you with his warhammer. What Ooh. do you do? What do I do? I hide under the cart. I pull the wizard under the cart. <laughs> Could I... Actually, Ooh. no, no, can I, I can't. Stop! Traffic police! <laughs> <laughs> uh... Hmm. Okay, let's let's deal with uh, Tilda. Can you make a athletics check? I think that'll be <laughs> two. <laughs> oh no! Okay, you run out to try and grab this wizard, and you fall flat into the snow. Uh, Pelicos, make a deception check. Oh, twenty unnatural. Okay, okay. The the Goliath stops and. Um, Looks at you and goes, I'm not driving! Ah! You're speeding, sir! <laughs> he, he looks down at you in utter confusion <laughs> and uh, he says, You should be arresting him! He's the one that's responsible! And uh, he brings up his club to uh, smash down on the... Um, Wait! On the little wizard. Adjudication! Well, what is he responsible for? Uh, he points at his uh, head uh, and says, "This, this thing." Your head, your head, your face. It's just a face. The helmet. <laughs> yes, I, I he's admit pointing at the helmet and nods. Not as fashionable as mine. <laughs> Nothing is. Uh, he screams and comes running at you. Can you roll for initiative? Arr, oh dear! Arr, six. Nineteen. Fifteen. Six. Six. Oh, I'm, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, the Goliath is going to go first, uh, and he swings his club at Pelicos. I think you're doing a lot of uh, talking here. Oh dear. Uh, 18 versus AC, I imagine, is going to hit. That's going to hit, yes. Um, uh, I think. Yes, it does. So, you're going to take... And I dodge. Uh... Uh, 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Ow! Uh, if you want to right. uncanny dodge. I, I, I uncanny dodge to 8. Uh, to 8 points of damage, yeah. Uh, Tilda, you're up. Hello. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm not sure why why he's so angry. Um, I would like to offer him a ham sandwich. Aww. To see if um, it makes him feel better. So that we can sit down a, and talk about this rash. Make a charisma check. Oh, oh God. <laughs> 14. 
Okay, uh, he looks at the sandwich and uh, he reaches out for it, but then he starts screaming and he whacks it out of your hand and it goes flying. Uh, Dareth, it's your go. Mm, Could I use my mage hand, which I keep forgetting I have, to (laughs) grab the sandwich out of thin air and throw it in his face? Uh... Sure, make a dexterity check. <laughs> okay, yeah, you th- you fling it in his face. Um, I don't think it does any damage, <laughs> uh, but you do put jam on his face. Uh, oh, it was a ham sandwich. Was it a ham and jam sandwich? It was a, ha- a ham sandwich. Let's say it's, it's a ham, ham and jam sandwich. Yeah, uh, but I'm going to say that he is now blinded by that. Uh, he's got jam in his eyes oh, uh, Pelicos, you're up Ooh, right I uh, jump up I jump onto him and uh, try and leap up um, his body and knock the helmet off Can you make, uh, firstly, an athletics check to see if you can get athletics. up there uh-huh. Athletics for acrobatics uh, Your choice Depends how stylishly ac- he's doing it <laughs> I am going with acrobatics because A, I am stylish and B... I've rolled an 18. Oh, cool, yeah. Okay, you get up there and you can grab hold of this uh, helmet. Uh, Once you're up there, you um, notice very quickly uh, that... uh, Actually, make a perception check for me. It's a helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think being this close, you can see that the helmet is on there pretty tight. Uh, So as you pull it, try and pull it off, you're going to have to make a strength check. Uh, that would be a 14. You move it about half an inch, uh, but it's still stuck on there pretty fast. Uh, Ursula goes next, and she's going to try and do an intimidation by doing a bark and a growl at this uh, Goliath, and he's going to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. It was a two. Uh, so I think yeah, he takes a step back from the dog uh, as Ursula oh, growls and... Uh, and barks. Uh, Gretchen is next. Uh, she reaches into one of her many cauldrons and uh, she hurls some um, slimy gunk at the uh, head of this um, Goliath in the hopes to kind of uh, lubricate the helmet. She has got a lovely set of cauldrons. Uh, <laughs> uh, 17. So yeah, I think uh, yeah, she gets some goop all over the helmet. I think some of it splashes onto Pelicos as well. Um, so you're a bit goopy now. Uh, the Goliath goes next. Um, he's kind of flailing around and uh, in sort of confusion and uh, frustration. And he does a random attack on... Actually, uh, Pelicos, can you make a dexterity saving throw? 16. Yeah, you're good. You managed to hang on. Uh, <laughs> he does an attack on Tilda. Uh, the Warhammer comes flailing in Whoa. your direction. Uh, 15 versus AC. Oh, that hits. You're going to take uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, Tilda, is your right. go. I now have a multi-attack defence against the Goliath. Um, oh yes, you do, don't you? hit me, I gain 4 AC face. against all attacks made by that creature for the rest of the turn. Nice. Ooh, so, that is nice. So that is nice. So... Uh, I'm annoyed at the loss of my sandwich, which I had been looking forward to. Um, so I am <laughs> going to take a couple of. I'm going to deploy my Robin Hood hat and take a couple of shots at him with my longbow. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so my first one—that's uh, a four. That does not hit. It's not a four, is it? Sorry, no, that's twelve. Uh, Still does no. not hit. Uh, the second one—you uh, actually notice that as it's—it's it's mm-hmm. almost heading straight for the Goliath's heart, but then it turns Ooh. and pings into the helmet oh. and then goes flying oh, away. that's interesting. Right, I'm just going to take the second shot. Uh-oh. Which is 26. Uh, okay, yeah. It's, again, it's sort of magnetised towards the helmet, but this time it hits and knocks him pretty hard. Uh, so roll damage, but it's going to be bludgeoning rather than piercing. Nine. Uh, Dareth, you're up. I'm going to do a little bit of Dissonant Whispers. Oh, yeah, I um, like Dissonant Whispers. Um, I think I'm going to whisper dissonantly... 
about this helmet. Mmm, go for it. the helmet talking to you. <laughs> I've been reading your thoughts, and I'm very concerned. Uh, wisdom save? Yes. I'm going to give him disadvantage on this. Five. Uh, yeah, I imagine no, it does not save. It doesn't save. Okay, roll um, that damage. That's 18 psychic damage. Okay, wowzers. Uh, Pelicos. Ah, I'm still holding on. I'm still here. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Let's see. Right. I'm going to cast sleep. <gasps> Ooh, okay, go for it. Because he's, di- he's hurt. Mm-hmm. It might work. Yeah. Um, so, sometimes he has really good ideas. Um, so, it is 5d8. That is 8, 9, oh dear. It's 20 points worth of sleep. Okay. Uh, so if he's got 20 hit points, he's... Uh, he has more than 20 hit points, I'm afraid. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> but he, he staggers a little bit. Uh, do you want to make another strength check on this helmet? I'll give you advantage yes. because it's now slippery. Oh. Uh, 19. Okay, yeah, you managed to... Just putting all your strength into it, you slurp it off his head. Uh, and uh, he collapses to one knee, uh, breathing very hard. Uh, and goes, <gasps> oh, God! Thank you. Blimey, look at the state of your hair. Oh, God. Oh, thank you, my good man. Oh, that was most unnatural. I'm ter- terribly sorry for my behaviour, but ooh, uh, this, uh, this this little gentleman here uh, sold me this uh, helmet, telling me it was uh, the, the ultimate um, defence uh, armour, and uh, ooh, it was just... Uh, ooh, it just shrunk as I wore it. Ow. And uh, the little wizard comes out from his hiding place and goes, uh, I, I uh, think you'll find that uh, I never lied to you. I told you it would have uh, tremendously uh, workable uh, defense mechanisms and that uh, it was impenetrable. Uh, and uh, it, it fully lived up to uh, the uh, stats as uh, advertised. And uh, the Goliath looks unconvinced and uh, grumbles and uh, he shoves the uh, helmet back into the uh, wizard's arms and says, I, I would uh, deeply appreciate it if you uh, dis- disposed of that thing and gave me my money back. And uh, he, the wizard looks reluctant, but uh, hands back a little sack of uh, coins and uh, the Goliath um, straightens up and uh, brushes himself down and says, Well, again, uh, thank you, my good man. And he uh, shakes your hand, Pelicos. No problem, sir. I am Pelicos. Uh, uh, I, I am called... You may have heard of me. Uh, yes, the, the, the name uh, brings a, a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Excellent. Uh, my, my name is Sertan, and uh, I am... Uh, Certain of that? Yes, I am indeed. <laughs> and he strikes a pose. Um, <laughs> what pose? Just like hands on hips, uh, head looking... So he's not voguing. Yeah. Uh, And uh, he says, Well, I'm I'm heading on into the uh, city for the the old party conference, you know. I'll uh, suppose I'll see you there. I'm certain you will. Excellent. Yes. And uh, (laughs) he goes traipsing off. Um, The little wizard, meanwhile, uh, is uh, grumbling and mumbling... um, with his cart, uh, he's trying to fix one of the wheels, uh, and then he turns to you and goes, "Well, uh, you seem to uh, manage to, uh, well, uh, you solved that little issue there." Uh, I think you got away lightly, there. Yes, well, uh, uh, well, for for saving my life, uh, at least I'll, uh, uh, I can, I can offer you uh, some um, goods, perhaps. Uh, uh, I don't I do... want any shrinking hats. No, 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 no. Uh, this is a one-of-a-kind helmet. Uh... Quite like another scar. <laughs> the, the name's Branderson, by the way. Uh, I'm a, a mystic of mystical arts. I've got stuff for sale that you won't find at Tusco's. Oh, no, no. Uh, I also have uh, the latest magic mirror, you know. It's, uh, I got some early. It's uh, not supposed to be out for another month, but uh, the uh, MM20XD6 uh, self-polishing screen, super fast connectivity, five megabums of memory, and uh, a stylish carry case. Could I uh, interest you? No, I like my magic mirror because I dropped it in a pond and it still works. (laughs) (laughs) 
I can get you a waterproof carry case if you like. Um, uh, you well, I obviously don't need one because I dropped it in the pond and it still worked. <laughs> well, it, if, that, if that's not of interest to you, I have uh, coupons for the uh, the massage parlour in uh, in the city. Or, or perhaps something else. Uh, hmm. He uh, turns to I'm his I'm looking at him and my eyebrows are so high that they're basically on my third hand. <laughs> uh, he pulls a lever on the side of his wagon and uh, it opens up displaying a little storefront uh, but it's got like sort of cogs and tubes running through it uh, he turns a massive crank and uh, the cogs move clinking and grinding and then a little package drops out of one of the tubes into his hand and uh, he says alright is that like give you a free go on the old uh, item game what do you say yes and game yeah. uh, okay uh, who's going first I'll go. I shall strut. Okay. <laughs> we all go first. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, yep. Let Pelicos go first because he did, he did the de helmeting. He did. Okay. Uh, Pelicos, roll a d20 for me. Three. Three. Okay. Oh, good. Fantastic. It's a magic number. Uh, you turn the crank, and uh, after some uh, clanking and grinding uh, and uh, shaking and uh, uh, other unsettling noises, a package drops out uh it's um it's gonna be two handfuls uh and you hold it and it makes a strange noise uh and upon opening it you find a set of bagpipes and uh the little wizard mr branderson says uh ah yes this is an excellent item the bagpipes of stealth they Surely are enchanted. that's a contradiction. I beg your pardon. They are enchanted to make the user completely invisible. Upon playing this instrument, you instantly vanish from sight. Uh, the invisibility stops when the music stops. So take a deep breath, play strong, and play, pray your opponent is deaf. Surely people can work out where you are by the horrible braying noise. I'm not a... Uh, uh, listen... I was told to make an item that makes people invisible, and that is what I did. I fulfilled my contractual obligations. I, I can see certain conditions in which it might work. <laughs> if you're an extremely echoing cathedral. I don't want to hear bagpipes in an extremely echoing cathedral. Uh, who's going next? I'll have a go. Okay, roll a d20 for me. Seven. Seven. Okay. I'm really uh, hoping tu- for a replacement sandwich. <laughs> you um, you turn the crank, and uh, again, much clinking and crackling. Uh, a smaller package drops out into your hand, and you open it up and find two bananas. Yay! I uh, win the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Branderson says, Aha, you found the banana phones. Yes. Uh, uh, are they, they not real space... bananas? Well, they are real bananas. They function as short-range walkie-talkies. Uh, uh, the range is about 200 metres. Uh, I'm afraid that after about five days, they may grow brown and stop working. But hey, you could probably make some banana bread out of them. Oh, that sounds cursed. <laughs> oh, you could leave them. You could leave them. I don't know. And then perhaps you could attach them to a wall. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, and that then somebody would steal them. Uh, Dareth. Roll a d20 for me. 17. Where is it? Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, you turn the crank. Clinking and crackling and um, shuddering. And then a very small case uh, drops out into your hand. Uh, you open it up and you find a small gold coin. A two-sided coin. Uh, once per day... It is... Oh, sorry. This is called the All or Nothing coin. Uh... And once per day, instead of rolling a d20, you can flip a coin. Tails, you get a critical failure. Heads, a critical hit. Perfect. Yes, I love this. I would like to play with it. I'm going to learn coin tricks. I'm going to learn seven coin tricks. I'm going <laughs> to use my bard magics by coin tricks because I'm going to be that bloody incredible at coin tricks. <laughs> um... Make a performance check. <laughs> Non-natural twenty. Okay, yeah, you you like you you flip this coin around and you do some fancy uh, some fancy coin work. Mm-hmm. You make it disappear. You make it reappear. You make it grow twice the size. You make it grow, grow twice as small. And you, you do all, I don't know coin tricks, so uh, you do all the fancy coin tricks of it. 
Yeah, <laughs> you do that. And pull it out, pull it out behind Percotz's ears yeah. and the helmet. And Branderson <laughs> uh, says, uh, "Well, if that's all the business we've got for today, I'll be heading on. I'll be setting up shop at the conference. Perhaps I'll uh, sell you something down there uh, when you come." And he shoots you a big grin. Yes, <laughs> I smile. <laughs> Um, Gretchen is going to have a go now actually I forgot about her because uh, she wants something uh, so she, yeah, she is go- she turn the crank uh, and mm, that's the same as what you just got so I will again uh, she gets <laughs> oh, okay uh, a small package a small uh, uh, oblong um, uh, oblong uh, rectangular package comes out and uh, she finds a magic wand with a picture of a bear engraved onto it. Uh, and uh, Branderson says, uh, Ah, yes, the bear stick. A wand that can be used once per day to summon a bear to a point within 20 feet of you. Uh, do be warned, though, the bear is wild, confused, and will have uh, no alignment to you. And uh, Gretchen looks at it and goes, Oh, not a fan of bears, personally. Uh, any of you want this? I can't think of any reason why I would want a bear. <laughs> I have never wanted a bear before in my life until the opportunity was presented to me, and now it's all I want with every fibre of my being. Because I'm a confused murder bear within 20 feet of you. <laughs> that was what my first band was nearly called. <laughs> uh, yeah, she hands you the uh, the bear stick. So add one bear stick to your inventory. I suppose, Gretchen, you couldn't bear to have it. Hey! So, do my banana walkie-talkies are only going to last basically the length of this campaign? Yep. Yeah. Uh, do I get to eat them at the end? Yes, okay. sure. Right. You can make some banana bread or you can just eat them. Uh. <laughs> Uh, or stick them to a wall. That seems like yeah. Or you could waste like... of food. That seems as much a waste of food as throwing a ham sandwich at a giant. <laughs> well, or you could what do, drop. It, do it does really, doesn't it? You could drop the, the uh, banana skins. You know, uh, you know, someone could hilariously trip on on some banana Ooh, skins. Maybe I could yeah. sabotage the um, Unicorn Party conference by putting banana skins on the stage. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so you head back through the woods and it's not long before the city comes into view uh, the honeycomb walls are speckled with snow and ice uh, the buildings beyond also have that uh, picturesque snow-capped look about them the towers of uh, large len and larger len uh, which is still under construction are they're quite snowy but uh, lovely uh, outside the city walls uh, near what you know to be the somewhat poorer side you see a crowd uh, most of them are sort of goblins, orcs, halflings, um, goblinoids of various kinds. Uh, they seem very enthusiastic. And uh, after a while, you hear a voice being amplified above them. Uh, this voice says, uh, We will make this promise that all of us will be defended, that all of us will be part of this dream, and all of us will be uplifted. That is what our plan will do. That is what we can achieve together. We can make a better future. Things can and will get better, and we will fight to make it happen. Thank Yay, you. Yay, Val Gorlack! Uh, yeah, indeed, you do see it is yes, all of Gorlack the all Betrayer <laughs> is stood upon a podium as the, the applause rings out from the, the again, very goblin-y uh, audience. Uh, like, Support your local betrayer! <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, like, uh, goblin kids are sort of stood on them. Um, shoulders and uh waving little uh flags uh Gorlack leaps down from his podium is shaking hands kissing babies uh he spots you and uh gives you a wave and then gestures towards waving furiously he gestures towards a small tent that's been uh, set up next to some wagons with the uh, favorite party logo on them you uh head in there and uh, you see a lot of people with uh paperwork uh where there's some tables that have been set up and then one person comes to you and sort of leaves a shadow over you and you turn around and you see the the uh, sideburned face of Bernard Fendek. And he gives you a thumbs up 
and uh, gestures you over to a table. And uh, he says, well, you lot have been doing good, I hear. Alzar gave us the report the other day. Who'd have thought it? Thatch, of all the impossible things. You know, I'm I'm almost glad I didn't win now. I don't know how I would have dealt with it. Uh, how, how do you all manage to get yourselves caught up in all this stuff? And I just, I just... It's like there's some kind of unseen hand guiding us and pushing us about. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be absurd. <laughs> I, I just walk out of a door and there it is. <laughs> just a giant robot thatch. Yes. Well, Stranger uh, do you know? Do you know? Oh, yes, I've been watching We made that. this happen. <laughs> we made this happen. I feel like a proud parent. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. You, you, your lot and your your adventures seem to be, uh, be quite the talk of the town these days. Uh, Excellent. It's all it's all food for my forthcoming memoirs. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, I I'm on page two now. <laughs> uh, he's They're very forthcoming. He's uh, quite excitable, but uh, before he can start playing you with questions, uh, Gorlock enters. Uh, he's sort of mobbed by his staff. Uh, he's like signing things again, trying to um, do various things, and he's like. Obviously, trying to talk to you, but he keeps getting interrupted by uh, people who are asking him to to sign off on things. Uh, what do you do to try and help him? Everybody, bugger off! <laughs> uh, make an. It's not really charismatic. Intimidation check, I think. Okay, ten. I think some of them back off, uh, but most of them are just still trying to get Gorlak to uh, talk to them instead of you. Gorlak. Gorlak, 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 Gorlak. Yes, yes. Uh, How do we uh, help? Uh, 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 just uh, uh, one. Uh, uh, Dareth, can you make a? Are you like waving and uh, uh, probably uh, jumping a little bit as well? Yeah. Okay. Make a performance check. Um, non-natural twenty. Okay. Cool. Uh, Gorlak uh, manages to say, uh, uh, "This is very important. I'm going to have to go and have a, a meeting here with my my team here. If you'll all just excuse me." And uh, with your 20, uh, they all kind of slink away. And uh, Golak sits uh, at the table next to you and you see him just kind of deflate a little and goes, Oh, God, this is so much exhausting. Uh, Bernard, uh, some tea if you will, I'm parched. And Bernard says, oh, Yes, of course, uh, right away. And, uh, oh, and biscuits. Oh, oh yes, I'll, I'll get the uh, I'll get the old good biscuits out. Oh, good biscuits. And oh, yes. He goes off and uh, Golak pressing his fingers into his temples, goes, God, sometimes I wish I was on the road with you lot. You know, fighting a giant metal zombie, that seems a little easier than dealing with the press some days. Uh, some days, I'm sure. <laughs> Have you considered hiding in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> well, that dates this episode. Uh... <laughs> Apparently that's how some party leaders deal with the press. <laughs> uh, it's not uh, not my style, really. I don't really do well in the cold. Yeah, you don't really give anyone the cold shoulder. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> no. Well, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen your uh, messages from Alza, but uh, I see you've been approved for some more expenses to spend at uh, Tusco's. Uh, oh, lovely. Alza seemed incredibly happy with uh, all what you did in the, the Forest of Mean. Uh, she's been on the phone with uh, that uh, that new advisor that Falconhoof has, that uh, Jamie character. Uh, she seems a rather enthusiastic young lady. Yes. Alza seems happy. Yes, it's very... I, I'm actually slightly worried. Um, What's that like? It's disconcerting, I, I say that. Um, anyway, uh, he uh, leans forward uh, conspiratorially and says, I've seen some polling. Nothing public yet, but it's looking somewhat promising, actually. Now, a majority is going to be quite tough to pull off, uh, but we've been chipping away at the unicorn's lead for some time, and uh, if we can knock them down by a few seats, we may be in with the shot of a minority government, or we must some sort of coalition with the true neutrals. Uh, so it might be um, prudent to uh, start to appeal to those uh, neutral voters. Uh, so uh, any ideas on... Uh, uh, what, what can we do there? Neutral voters. Yes. Mm. Well, they like neutrality and blandness. <laughs> and We're not very good at bland. The roadness. We should oh, buy no. them all Phil Collins arms. I asked that famous bard, Philip of Collins. Yes, yes, it was Philip of Collins, who is notorious for his blandness in the middle of the road. 
Yes, you can take him at face value. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, these contingencies have to make it kind of rubs me the wrong way, I have to say, but uh, I'm rewriting my conference speech, focusing on stuff we know the neutrals like, bit of a wink and a nod, as it were. Might swing some of them, as I reckon it might work. But, uh, but they don't I- like anything. And they don't dislike anything either. That's the whole the point of them. Yes, it's... Uh, Challenging. Yes, we might have to do some field work. Uh, do a bit of uh, research there, perhaps. Uh, uh, on, on your day off, I know you've uh, only just uh, got back. So, uh, so uh, tell me, uh, when all this is over, if uh, after the election, uh, any idea what uh, what you'll be doing? Uh, I, I can still find work for you in the party, of course. Uh, can't guarantee it'll be as exciting as uh, what you've been doing so far. But, uh, you know, you get to help make policies actually happen. Uh, but have you uh, thought about uh, what, what you're going to do? No, I have to say, I, haven't, I, I, I do tend to kind of float with the tide. Is, uh, light, mm. light sewage. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Float with the tide. Tilda can be quite mean sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, yes, you could say that. But, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. I always rise to myself. <laughs> like sewage. I mean, what about you? Mm. Uh, yeah, obviously. That's, that's what I could half elf, uh, Dareth Moonbeam. Uh, what about you? Uh, music career? Or? I, I think I might continue working with political communications and. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, good. Uh, somebody comes on and uh, whispers into Golak's ears and he nods and goes, oh, well, Alas, friends, I have a party to run, elections to win. Uh, I expect I'll see you at conference. Uh, uh, Croc will be around somewhere. I'd give him my love if you see him. Um, uh, not getting much time for family time at the moment, which is disappointing, but uh, um, don't tell anyone, but... Uh, it's my birthday tomorrow, and I'm uh, tr- going to try and get away if I can, but uh, not always possible, you understand. But uh, keep that under your hats, uh, especially yours, Pelagos. Which one? <laughs> the, the, the rather stylish hat. Oh, I say yes. tactfully. <laughs> all of them, of course. Uh, he, he shakes all of your hands and uh, is eventually guided away into a crowd of people waving papers at him and magic mirrors shouting at him. We need to uh, get him Bernard... <laughs> Bernard comes back with Gorlak's tea, but as Gorlak has gone, he frowns and then drinks the tea himself. Uh, you also see Gretchen is uh, at, at a table just uh, a little further down, uh, chatting up a young woman um, and uh, she gives you all a, a little salute and a wink. I love Gretchen. <laughs> uh, I take it she's been successful. <laughs> it certainly looks that way. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So uh, you head back out into the cold and uh, through the walls of Parliament Hexagon under the hexagonal gateway. Uh, the City Watch are all bundled up in their thick cloaks and, you know, the sort of fog breath coming in front of them. Uh, the roads are a little icy uh, and you see people are leading their horses a little more carefully. Uh, you wind your way through the streets until you come to the shining glass doors of Tusco's. Yeah. Uh, have you got any ideas of what you would like to buy? Yes. I know exactly what I'd like. What do you like? I like a wizard in a bag. <laughs> well, this is going to be quite a tough one because the DC for this one is very high. Okay. Uh, how are you justifying your um, persuasion check here? Firstly, where else are we going to put a wizard? Secondly, sometimes <laughs> it's just great to add a bit of chaos to the campaign. Um, thirdly, I think we can absolutely justify the portability of this wizard. Fourthly, um, this wizard could very well be what swings the entire election Somehow, I like I know. like the way you think we don't have enough chaos. <laughs> Let's just uh, amp it up from here. <laughs> can you roll a persuasion for Beef me? Up the chaos. I've got a natural twenty. Fuck! That is literally the only way you can do that. <laughs> really? You got a wizard in the bag. That's so cool. Okay, you are a fool for a wizard in a bag. Now I have to make that fucking list of spells. <laughs> That's a long list. 
Happy Christmas. You're welcome. So not only Please do you have to make the whole episode. list, you have to make the spells get gradually better as you go up, which means that you have to start with a really, really, really shit spell. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, yeah, it's going to be some cantrips uh, in the lower uh, levels. But yeah, you now have a wizard in the bag. Uh, feel free to name the wizard. Jeff. <laughs> with a G or a J? Um, it changes depending on the day. Chaos wizard. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fuck, now you have a wizard in the back. Oh, it's all I've ever wanted. <sighs> you were hoping that wasn't going to happen, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I was counting on that not happening. I mean, it was uh, uh, Did you buy the loot box last time? I can't remember. I think you um, tried, but I think you failed. Yeah, I think I failed, yeah. It's still there. Um, well, uh, I mean, I'm the... just distracted by my bag wizard, Jeff. I think you might have used <laughs> up all your expenses as well. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Uh, Pelikos, Tilda, what are you looking at? I would like the Cloak of the Void piece. The Cloak of the Void, I yes. like this one. I found it on the internet. Uh, normally it appears as a long, rich cloak of shimmering purple fabric. When a ranged weapon attack hits you uh, and you're wearing the cloak, you can use your reaction to make a DC 16 dexterity saving throw. If successful, the cloak appears to be a piece of distant night sky and an ammunition used in the ranged attack passes harmlessly into the void of starry sky. Uh, it has a couple of other um, things it can do, like you can hold like use it essentially as a bag of holding uh but anything that's in there for over 10 hours is lost forever because it's in space um and yeah you can try and chuck people into it uh, <laughs> if you want uh yeah so now he uh do you want to roll your persuasion check? yes i think it would be exceptionally useful for carrying campaign literature because it would mean that as i'm storing things in space i could carry an infinite amount of leaflets and pamphlets <laughs> and, and you know good propaganda for the fable party as well as okay, uh, go biscuit, for it. <laughs> which wouldn't be in there for more than 10 hours oh natural 20 Okay, yeah. sure, yeah, you've got a the Cloak of the Void. Yeah, I'm swishing uh, it around. It's also very warm. Beautiful, yeah. Uh, it's very slimming as well. And, um, oh, it's so pretty. Thank you. Uh, Pelicos. I'm adding to my collection of hats with a deerstalker. The deerstalker. Become a famous detective. This stylish floppy hat will make your investigations more elementary. Get a plus two to investigation checks. Also looks cool and may make law enforcement more likely to trust you. Uh, how are you justifying this? There's no justice. There's just us. <laughs> um, I, 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 uh, it looks stylish. I, I look brilliant like, in it. Isn't that your whole justification? <laughs> Yes. Uh, I am stylish. This hat is me. I am the hat. Okay, roll your persuasion. <laughs> I am the hat. Ten. No, sorry, that's just out of range. Uh, I am not the hat. No, they, they, they de- decline your uh, request for the dear stalker. <laughs> they say, you need a better reason than that. <laughs> just being stylish. Damn it. Ah... Uh, Anything else anyone's after? Uh, I've got another new item that I'm quite proud of. The vampire bat. Uh, During the day, this appears to be an ordinary bat, but as the sun sets, a pair of long fangs protrude from the wood, adding a bonus (laughs) D4 piercing damage on top of the usual 1D8 bludgeoning. I do like that. Can I I try for the vampire Uh, bat? Yeah, what are you uh, justifying? How are you justifying Uh, It will encourage young people to get into sports. Sure, okay. Uh, Roll (laughs) persuasion. (laughs) 18! Yeah, okay, you're approved Yay! for a vampire bat. Well done. You have a vampire, vampire bat. bat. And the swishy purple cloak of disappearing stuff. Hmm. Uh, other items that I've added here, we've got the Scholar's Monocle. Uh, it's I, I shall attempt that. The Scholar's Monocle, a gold-rimmed glass uh, monocle. While wearing it in a library, you have advantage on intelligence and investigation checks to find relevant books and information. Uh, so what's your justification? Um, my eyesight is somewhat deficient, and I need very focus. <laughs> okay, roll your... Or at least one very focus. That made me laugh, so I'll give you advantage. Roll, roll your persuasion. 26. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're approved for a scholar's monocle. <laughs> yes. 
another item that I added this time was the tavern braces. While wearing these ale-soaked leather braces, you have precision with both darts and playing cards. Uh, you gain a plus two modifier to rules for unarmed strikes as well. Anything else? Anybody's uh, interested I'm, in? I'm happy with my purchases. Gleefully <laughs> happy with my purchases. Uh, okay then. Uh, you uh, saunter out of uh, Tusco's with your trolley uh, <laughs> and uh, you uh, head on home, uh, head back to your uh, shared flat. Um, so what do you guys get up to? On You have a day off. Uh, so uh, what do you guys get up to on your day off? I'm meeting a friend for second breakfast. Ooh, okay. I'm Who meeting, are you meeting? I have completely forgotten their name, which makes me a terrible friend. Um, I want to say Mavis Cruitt. Not Mavis Cruitt. She's the ooze woman. Oh, yes. Uh, May Bucket. Right. So Mavis Cruitt or somebody else. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, where, where do you um, go? We go... Um, so like a pub, like pub food. Yes, yes, pub food. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. yes, a, a cafe that does enormous breakfasts and cake. <laughs> a large enormous breakfast with yes, cake. Yes, <laughs> cake on the uh, side and a fat of tea. Oh, that's pretty nice. Um, Just because we're yeah, both halflings and you know we're in the big city and you know yeah. we don't know many other halflings here, so it's nice to, to get together and, and chat as you know halflings in politics. Aww, you know, we've got quite nice. even even though she's a crazy dribbling ooze believer, we've got quite a lot in common. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, what what do you talk about then? Uh, we talk about politics. We don't discuss any of the details of our actual campaigns. We, we <laughs> slag off various people in the Unicorn Party, including our <laughs> Fletcher. Uh, we talk about how nice the breakfasts are, and you know, breakfasts we have enjoyed in our you know halfling lives and other meals we have enjoyed and cooking and um, I ask her for a cake recipe because I'm going to make a cake for Gorlack because it's his birthday. Oh, can you make a perception check for me? 22. Okay. As you're having this conversation, you notice that she is checking her magic mirror quite a lot uh, and looks a little worried every time she does. D- does uh, Tilda re- react to that? Are you all right, mate? Is something bothering you? You haven't eaten all your potato flats. Can I have them? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'd like to uh, eat them. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's silly, really. Uh, it's pro- probably nothing. But, uh, I, you know, I had the absolute strangest experience the other day. I, uh, well, I, I was uh, playing an administrative file clerk on oh, my I phone. Oh, I love that. Yes, I'm up to level five now. Um <laughs> I've just got uh, past the uh, filing cabinet, uh, and now I'm now I'm onto the uh, the digital spreadsheet uh, level. Oh, that's anyway, a hard uh, <laughs> level. Oh, it took me ages to, to master digital spreadsheets. Well, as I was sort of you know messing around on my mirror, I, I was sure I saw my old my old granddad just standing in the mirror, but he's been dead for several years, and uh, then I had this horrible dream, ma'am couple of nights ago that he was there and he was telling me not well uh, she leans forward and sort of drops her voice to almost a whisper and says he told me that Gorak was not to be trusted and uh, well it did you know I know Gorak and I, I know he beat me but it's um well it, it's just got stuck in my head you know I don't suppose you know seeing Faces of dead people in mirrors, that's got to be ridiculous, I, hasn't it? I've seen faces of dead people in mirrors, and I'm not sure that I believe that they are the actual dead people. Um, I think, shall I Shall I tell you what I think? Okay. Oh, oh, please do. Right, okay. This this may sound a little out there, but you know, you believe in the ooze, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're used to thinking outside the, the box, um, way outside the box. <laughs> Um, but um, I've seen dead people in my magic mirror, and I've also seen um, Sean Hopkirk the dragon. You remember him? I killed him. Oh. Me personally. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you have you have mentioned that. I, yeah. I just thought I'd mention it again because people seem to think Pelicos did it, and you know, it was me. <laughs> um, just because he's got a better hat. People go, oh, Pelicos has got such a nice hat. He must have killed the dragon. Or anyway, um, I've <laughs> seen him in the magic mirror, and I think that he is sending pictures of our, our dead loved ones because he's trying to manipulate the election. 
I think, and I also think that he's got it in for my friend Pelicos just because he's like a, you know, a glory-stealing bastard who tells everyone that he killed the dragon <laughs> even though it was me. Um, but I also think that he's got an agenda towards Pelicos, and I don't trust him, so I would, if you see dead people in your magic mirror, I would just, I would not trust them. Because they may be visitations sent by the dragon to, to fiddle with our election and destroy our democracy. Can you roll a persuasion check? Certainly try. Ten. Um, I think she she doesn't look convinced, but she nods and she thanks you for being understanding and for believing her. Um, so yeah, you, you finish up your meal and uh, go your separate ways. Did she leave any potato uh, flats? Uh, no, she ate them all. <laughs> Uh, Pelikos, what are you doing on your day off? Pelikos goes to a very quiet park. Aww. He goes to the top of a hill and he sits under a tree. Aww. He reads a book, he plays with his uh, thieves' tools, he practices his tricks, and he remembers Conway. Oh. And then his shoulders start to itch, and it's as if somebody's talking about him. And he smiles. And he thinks... Exactly as it should be. <laughs> Somebody uh, was talking can you about make a perception it? check. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what? Perception. Thirteen. You spot uh, one of the bushes in the park rustles slightly in a way that is not normal. I shall slide stealthily over towards Make a stealth check. 17. Okay, yeah, you sidle up and uh, you dip your hand in and grab the uh, scruff of the neck of somebody and you lift them up and it's Joff. There's a surprise. Uh, with his sneaky <laughs> jacket and uh, he kind of Hello. freezes up uh, as as he looks at you and he goes, Ah, <clears throat> Pelicos, uh, mm, fancy seeing you I here. I see you're here to honour Conway as well. Well, uh, uh, as it happens, uh, yes, uh, that's exactly what I'm here to do. Um, listen, we can't <clears throat> talk out here in the uh, open quite so much. Uh, and he sort of gestures towards uh, the uh, the duck pond, and then uh, you make your way over there, and he sort of hands you some bread so that you can start throwing uh, uh, bread uh, into the uh, frozen-over lake, uh, and uh, there are no ducks there. <laughs> May I just mention at this point uh, that you shouldn't feed bread to ducks because it swells up in their stomachs and it's really bad for them. That was a public service announcement on behalf of ducks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fortunately, there are no ducks here. Uh, uh, incidentally, um, he, uh, Joff is wearing uh, what looks more like a trench coat uh, and uh, a, uh, a trilby hat, but he still has the word sneaky <laughs> in uh, sequence written on the back. Uh, and uh, yes, the seekins kind of gives it away. <laughs> uh, he's he pulls out a pair of sunglasses as well, and uh, just to get the full spy look going. And uh, uh, as you're sort of stood side by side, um, <laughs> throwing bread into the ice, um, he <laughs> and something throws the bread, back. <laughs> and you have to duck. <laughs> there are no ducks. Um, Sorry, uh, he says he sort of leans in closer and says. You need to be careful, Pelicos. There's, uh, well, things are afoot. I can't, can't say too much. I've got people watching me. I think they suspect that I'm not entirely on their side anymore, but listen, <clears throat> there's a, uh, there's a certain number of people who are trying to get the dirt on your Gorlak man, and they're going to do some very, uh, untoward things. Uh, I think they're going to try and get hold of his, um, his magic mirror, and, you know, get his contact details and things and, uh, his messages and hacking and whatever it is they do these days. So I'd, uh, I'd, I'd highly recommend that you, uh, keep a close eye on, on your Gorak man and, uh, watch out for any, uh, roguish types, uh, attempting to do a bit of a, you know, he wiggles his fingers. Some uh, sleight of hand in the old pocketing 
picking ah. variety. Okay. I will. Good. I will take that very serious. Now, uh, I, I, I must uh, uh, apologise for this next bit. And he sort of uh, steps away and says, Aha! And you'll never catch me! And he <laughs> runs away. <laughs> bounder! <laughs> Absolute bounder! Run then! See if I care! Make a performance check, Palacos. He's so <laughs> 16? Yeah, alright. <laughs> it's pretty convincing. <laughs> Uh, Dareth, what are you up to? Um, I think I'm just doing some band, like some music practice. Aww. It's been a while since I just had a jam session. So I'm back at the flats, doing some jamming. I'm trying to learn a few new riffs. Hmm. Um, I broke a string, I fixed it. I'm just having a nice time doing what I like to do. Okay, cool. Um, make a performance check just to see, see how well you're doing. Do, 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 24. Yeah, you're absolutely killing it. Uh, yeah, 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 you see, um, actually with a 24, uh, as you're playing and you sort of get into the zone, uh, your fingers spark, uh, as you're playing and you see, um, tongues of faint fire appear oh. around your fingers, uh, just for a second. Uh, and I think it, it fills you with a kind of excitement. Yes. Uh, uh, and then you hear the letterbox flap open and a uh, envelope drops onto the floor. I squeal excitedly and grab it. Uh, you grab it and uh, it doesn't have your address on it. It just says uh, Dareth Moonbeam on the front. Uh, can you make an insight check? Uh, five. Okay. Uh, you open the uh, envelope and you see a very short letter. Uh, it just says, they are watching you, be careful. And then it's signed, J. 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 No. J. It's a, just a letter J, not J A Y. Homer J. Simpson. Um, <laughs> hmm. Make a perception check for me. Cool. Seven. Okay, you just hear um, the sound of somebody. Like, wh- where, where is uh, um, your flat? Incidentally, is it sort of in a uh, a building? Is it like a flat that's in a sort of uh, tower block, or is it just a, a ground floor? F- I think it's probably a ground uh, floor flat. Okay, uh, you just about hear um, the garden gate close. Um, I open the door and look. Uh, make an investigation check. Oh, that's better. That's much better. Um, that's going to be a 24. Okay, yeah. You spot some footsteps, uh, footprints in the snow uh, leading away and you see um, a figure looming uh, in the shadows looking back at you from underneath a hood. Uh, as soon as you see them, though, they vanish between some buildings and uh, go running away. And just for a moment you think you recognised them but there was something different about them uh, and you look back at the note and uh, make another investigation check for me okay okay yeah the it feels painfully familiar but not too familiar. But not too, for not too not familiar. Mm, and it's just so unnerving. And you watch the sort of the snow start to fall in earnest, and uh, hide this person from you. And Ursula uh, <laughs> barks, and you <laughs> you uh, walk back into the flat. Uh, and yes, you have this mysterious note that says uh, somebody is watching you. Uh, how does Dareth react? I think bit of confusion um probably pins it to the fridge with a novelty magnet so everybody else can see it um and probably just keeps watching back i don't Mm. think they take any action at this point because they're actually kind of in the middle of their jam session and they are feeling it um but they've made note next time they see elza to bring it up 
The campaign trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dereth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda North Wanderer. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joel-corner, that's j-o-e-l hyphen c-o-r-n-a-h, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, there will be cake, there will be sofas, and there may also be a talking bear. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.